The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you what, who deserves a shot in the United States Heavyweight I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to the WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, he's 50 pounds. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? This guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious Hypnosis. Let's get some psychosis, psychosis. Whatever, whatever. He's a great wrestler, you know. In three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to the Rawcast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese, hope you had a very happy Thanksgiving. Hope that uh, things went well, you ate lots of food, and uh, you rooted and cheered and laughed when the Cowboys lost. <laughs> What's up, listeners? Uh, yeah, that did happen. Because the Cowboys losing is a uh, favorite of everyone's um, Thanksgiving. Detroit almost could have almost won, but they blew their load as well too. But see, we we look at it from the other side. We are thankful that Chicago Bears got the victory because of Miss J to the max. Our SmackDown Matters co-hosts. We we like to see her happy, and uh, yeah, she would mm-hmm. probably thrown things and had to stay away from all sharp objects if they would have lost to the Lions. Oh, I mean, no, they, they probably still have a nightmare of Tyler Huntley throwing, um, with the game-winning drive. I'm just trying to rub it in, see? That's not right. I mean, Jay knows what's up. I mean, it'd be cool, I guess. <laughs> well, you know what else is um, cool. Oh, go ahead. This is cool. CSPN.us. Yeah, the holidays are showing are popping up. Yeah, man, you got to do some shopping. Amazon.com, you can do that through CSPN.us. Click on the tab that says, keep our podcast free at the top of the page. Then when the menu box drops down, click on Amazon. It'll take you through the Amazon marketplace. Just like normal, make your purchases. Some of your purchases will come back to the CSPN to help keep the podcast free. Each and every week. Make keep making your purposes because Don wants to retire and live off of his podcast earnings. Yeah, that would be fantastic to just produce, you know, content about wrestling twenty four seven. That would be that would be fun. There's a lot of wrestling that took place over this past week because you know Thanksgiving weekend and everything. AEW pretty good show when Mo to the underscore Reese says AEW was pretty good last week then you know they had a banger of a show Smackdown taking place the night after Thanksgiving from Greensboro kind of nostalgic you know for all the many years the Starcade was held on Thanksgiving night in Greensboro mm-hmm. so a lot of good stuff there bringing us to Monday Night Raw Seth Rollins starts off to say that he should be upset after last week, but no one can keep him down. Not Finn Balor, not Kevin Owens, not Big E, not the fan who speared him in the middle of the aisle last week. But no, he didn't to that part. Uh, he said, I was, he's, I was, we were wondering if he was going to bring it up, but he did. I was like, why <laughs> I think he should be upset because, you know, I think when he said he should be upset, that's probably why he said that. So, but. Uh, Seth says he's in a good mood tonight because he has a secret. The breaking news is he's getting his WWE title match against Big E at the day one pay-per-view. It will be a reign that defines the future of WWE. And then here comes Finn Balor to interrupt. The fight is on in a hurry and Balor sends uh, Seth Rollins into the timekeeper's area. Seth Rollins is sent back inside the ring but hits a dive to take Finn Balor down. 
um, the steps rock Seth Rollins, but they head back inside of the ring, and the bell starts the match. So here we go with Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor. They slug it out until Rollins hits the enziguri, but the ripcord knee is countered into the 1916. That's countered with the shots of the face though, really a poke in the eye, setting up a forearm to the back of Finn Balor's head, and then the stomp. Snuffs out Finn Balor and Seth Rollins is your winner. Well, starting off with you know a match like this, um, shows what that what was what was going to be for the night. You know where, where we going where we heading towards in terms of um, day one. You come up with a name for that yet? Um, I think it may be first of the year cast or something like that. Hell no! I don't know, man. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta do a brainstorm. We gotta, we gotta take some suggestions or something. I don't know. It okay. almost should be something like Usos related, since you know they they Ooh. they was doing the one cast. The ones cast. The ones case. I'm done with that. <laughs> like T like the like D A or T H E the ones. D A. Okay. Alright, I got you. The ones cast. Alright, I got you. <laughs> See folks, this is how the this is how the sausage is made right here on the spot. <laughs> Live, live, um, live brainstorming for, for your um, for your hashtag needs, folks. <laughs> um, but you know, this was a match we thought we were going to get last week. It actually turned into Seth Rollins attacking Finn. Uh, this week, <laughs> this week, Finn Balor tries to return the favor, but we actually get the match. Uh, banger alert! You know, Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor. Seth Rollins coming out on top. Uh, we recap Becky Lynch egging Liv Morgan on last week until Liv Morgan hit her in the face with Becky Lynch looking all shook. We see Vince McMahon. He's in the back when Austin Theory comes in. Austin Theory asks how he's doing. Vince tells him about an ingrown toenail and an earache. We recap Austin Theory getting a WWE title match last week, plus a photo with Vince before Vince tells Theory that they're going to watch the show together. Vince says we'll see if anyone does the unexpected, and then he threatens to kill Theory if he ever steals from him again. <laughs> so, Austin Theory is the new Randy Orton. Vince is pers- personally gonna say, yeah, Vince is gonna personally make sure um, you know that he does good. He does well. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's Becky Lynch for the contract signing with Liv Morgan and Sonya Deville moderating. Lynch realizes that this is Liv Morgan's first contract signing and says Morgan is welcome for this chance plus last week's fire. Uh, Liv Morgan held herself back last week, just like always. It's going to take more than one punch to finish Becky, who's already signed the contract. It turns out that the title match is next week, but Becky Lynch goes on to a rant about how no one ever wins in this arena. Morgan asks if she can shut up for once and then sign the contract. Liv says yes, she got upset last week and then channeled her emotions by using her fist instead of crying like Becky Lynch did after Survivor Series. So we see a clip, Liv Morgan says, courtesy of WWE social media team, of Becky Lynch crying after beating Charlotte, leaving Lynch looking rather annoyed. Liv Morgan says Lynch's big contract is the reason Morgan's friends are gone, and that has Lynch all the more upset. Violence is teased, but Sonya Deville holds them back as Becky goes on about how she deserves to be paid, and we hear about a 10-woman tag team match for tonight. Liv Morgan is in, and the shouting ensues. They took um, the women's title match 
and somehow parlay all the women on the raw roster into it all in one swoop. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should slide in the live DMs and see if she can hook you up with the social media team and get some good stuff. <laughs> yes, and she got the, the, the inside track. Right. Um, we recap Riddle dressing up like Randy Orton last week to beat Dolph Ziggler. Riddle isn't sure why Randy Orton isn't dressed up like him this week and suggests a Freaky Friday remake. Orton isn't going to the ring on a scooter, so Riddle puts a blonde wig on him instead. Orton says you have two seconds to get this off my head. One, and the wig comes off. So, comic relief there with Randy Orton and the bro. Tag team title match, RK Bro defending against Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler. Everything breaks down, and the zigzag gets a two count on Randy Orton. Super kick is counted into a roll-up for two on Dolph Ziggler, setting up the RKO, and RK-Bro retain the titles. So somebody pointed out that we don't, we never see Randy Orton the wig again. And they brought up the, um, when it was, when I think him and Edge was mocking um, DX, and he had the Shawn Michaels wig on. Mm-hmm. They've done a very good job with RK Bro. Mm-hmm. They've made the people like Randy Orton. I mean, they already have. They, I mean, you know, they never wanted to, you know, boo Randy Orton. They love cheering, right. but now they've really given them a legit reason to cheer him. They've, um, you know, added a little comedy relief or riddle every week and they seem to always somehow keep it fresh so when Randy Orton or Riddle whoever decides to turn it's actually going to be a really big deal Bobby Riddle yeah that's what people are saying that they want they want to be Riddle yeah I'll be Riddle Seth Rollins is rather happy when he runs into Kevin Owens Things get serious as Kevin Owens says he's been added to the title match at day one if he beats Big E tonight in the main event. Rollins isn't happy, but Owens tells him to go ask Adam Pierce. So after the break, Seth Rollins comes in to see Adam Pierce about Kevin Owens' idea, but Owens was lying. Rollins leaves and is replaced by Sonya Deville, who thinks that a triple threat is actually not a bad idea. Um, so here is Edge returning and he's in the ring for a promo he says the last time you saw him he was winning a match inside the cell but now it's time for him to see who he can face on raw we hear about aj styles kevin owens finn Balor, damian priest and big e but instead here's a returning miz with maurice to interrupt we see a package of the miz on dancing with the stars before miz talks about how edge does nothing but make comebacks while Edge was gone, Miz is representing WWE every week on national TV. Edge asks why he came in ninth place, and Miz blames the fans. He says his dancing was revolutionary. Edge isn't convinced and suggests that he can make a Miz suck chance going. He get a Miz suck chant going anytime he wants. With said chant out of the way, Miz talks about how he was a WWE champion six months ago, but Edge hasn't won a major title in like forever. Edge was once great, but this time he should have stayed home for good. It's true that Edge is dancing with a body that doesn't have much left, but he is the same person that everyone wants to face these days. Edge says Miz has made it further than anyone thought he would, becoming WWE champion and being someone whose name is used on other shows to get a reaction. No one Miz ever believed in him, but here Miz is anyway. A fight is teased, but the Miz eventually leaves the ring. They tried their best CM Punk, MJF. No, they didn't. <laughs> Don't do that. This one was much shorter. And <clears throat> he didn't need to say that name. Even though CM Punk um, said in um, said online that AEW needs to get away from mentioning WWE because... Um, 
Cody had mentioned, made a reference to WWE later on in the evening. But all he did was just say, yeah, people on other on other channels saying your name for cheap pops. And the funny thing was the WWE Twitter account paraphrased <laughs> the lie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> we was like, everybody was like, oh, so we see you conveniently left out the other channels. <laughs> but the WWE on Fox account said the whole thing about people on other channels. So you see which 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 account gives no fucks. <laughs> Oh yeah, Fox is like yeah, they they definitely don't care. That 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 Twitter account is always on some other ish. Right, you on point. <laughs> so we go to the bat where AJ Styles is in a pair of sunglasses and says his eyes were damaged last week by the Street Profits fire extinguisher. He says almost had to help him shave in the morning. He says revenge <laughs> is on his mind. So the Street Profits versus the Alpha Academy with AJ Styles and Amos on commentary. Montez Ford hits a big dive to the floor, but AJ pops up on the apron to distract Montez. Not that it matters as Ford shoves Gable off the top and finishes him with the frog splash for the pin. Um, what was hilarious in this is AJ Styles acting like he can't see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> him and Corey Graves going back and forth. Corey Graves explaining, explaining that. Almost- around <laughs> <laughs> explaining the action to him and AJ Styles is like mm, I wish I could see it <laughs> <laughs> yeah I thought that was funny AJ was hilarious um, Vince McMahon thinks Austin Theory should have seen that win coming he wants Theory to look at him when he is speaking to uh, we recap Dana Brooke winning the 24-7 title last week Reggie is talking calmly to Dana Brooke in the back and not trying to take the title. Seth Rollins comes up to Kevin Owens in the back and accuses and accuses him of being a liar. It turns out that now, if Owens wins, he will be added to the day one title match. Now it's time for the United States Championship to be defended as Apollo Crews is taking on Damian Priest. Damian Priest hits a flip dive off the steps goes up top only to have Commander Aziz pull him face first onto the apron. That's enough for an ejection and Damian Priest is all angry. The beating is on and the reckoning finishes Apollo Crews. <laughs> so what you feel about Damian Priest uh, you know, snapping having that Eric Young moment in every match? Give him some character. <laughs> I think he's done okay as United States champion. They really haven't given him a few that's kind of, you know, stood out yet, but maybe that's coming. What was Shane? I guess I was about to say, the one, as you just took it right off the tip of my tongue, I was about to say, <laughs> thinking back on it, the one with Sheamus was kind of, yeah, probably. You want to say Sheamus is not worthy? No, no. I just had to think back and think that, forgot that that was very high watermark. Uh, for his title run, that that those were some very good matches. Uh, Seth Rollins comes in to see Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville, thinking that Kevin Owens is still lying. Actually, he was telling the truth this time, and the stipulation is set. So the Hurt Business, in the form of Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin, taking on the Mysterios. Ray hits a basement dropkick for two on Cedric, and everything breaks down, setting up the double six one nine. Ray dives on to Benjamin and the frog splash from Dominic pins Alexander and the Mysterios defeat the Hurt Business. Of course they do. Um, Cedric and Shelton haven't won too many matches since they've been reunited with the Hurt Business. Mm-hmm. That's not a good sign. don't like the way those optics look. Uh, We recap the contract signing between the women. Set up the big women's tag team match. We get a SmackDown. uh, Look back. Rewind. So now it's Team Liv versus Team Bex. So on one side you have Liv Morgan, Bianca Belair, Dana Brooke, Nikki Ash, and Rhea Ripley. On the other side you have Becky Lynch, Carmella, Queen Zelina, Dewdrop, and Tamina. Dana is about to superplex 
Um, I forgot who she had, but they're about to get superplexed into the pile, but Dana gets shoved down into the big crash instead. That leaves Liv Morgan to integrate Carmella and hit a STO on Selena Vega. Tamina gets kicked into the ropes. Liv then hits her with the oblivion, and Team Liv gets the win. After the match, Liv takes out Becky Lynch again with the right hand. Mm-hmm. Also, Bianca hit a um, spine buster on Dewdrop. Is there anything Bianca Belair can't do? Work on. She is, uh, she is, she is so special. Indeed. So special. Um, building momentum for Liv, making her seem more and more like a viable contender, which is, uh, what have I said? What have I always said? They can, you can make somebody build somebody to be a contender. I don't know why they be trying to make it seem like they can't. Look what they're doing for Liv. Mm-hmm. And they didn't wait forever to do it either. They waited a little while, probably, you know, thinking, make the people think they weren't going to get it. But, you know, the timing is definitely within that window where it's not too late. And the people are here for it. Think about it. They had lived in a fucking fake lesbian storyline with her and Lana. They didn't really go nowhere. And we even heard a shaft for a minute. Yeah, it's a, it's a, she, yeah, she's definitely come a long way. All her friends have gotten let go that she started with. Um, like you said, the, the gimmick change that didn't work. Um, so, yeah, she's definitely earned her chance at this uh, women's title. And uh, definitely, hopefully, she can build some positive momentum following the match as well to keep her up here in the upper echelon of the women's mm-hmm. division on Raw. Um, we go back to Vince's office. Vince is teaching Austin Theory about expecting the unexpected. Austin Theory keeps looking away, and Vince doesn't like that. Uh, <laughs> Veer Mahan is still coming. He hasn't gotten here yet, but apparently <laughs> it's on the way. Uh, video on Bobby Lashley complete with a look back at his amateur career. Um, yeah. I'm not getting a joke, but you cut, you cut me off. Oh, what would you say? He was taking the scenic route to the main oh. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. You don't have the ways uh, taking up the shortest distance. Um, Big E says he isn't worried about Kevin Owens tonight and promises to take care of that duplicitous Scrooge. He said, yes, I said duplicitous Scrooge. I can't say it as good as he did. Uh, Austin Theory thinks that he has learned to expect the unexpected. Then Vince McMahon slaps him and says he has a lot to learn. Why is Vince out here being abusive? um, He needs to report that to HR. Now, you know, Vince has been abusive for years. <laughs> Please. That's what's that was the case. Stone Cold would have been like, well, he had a Stone Cold kind of, well, actually, that's Bret Hart. <laughs> I go back to Bret, I guess that's Bret, Bret Hart, because Bret Hart was like, you the owner. <laughs> Got all up in his face. I was like, oh, that's what we doing? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, so he smacked he smacked um Austin Theory and I cackled so loud. But also um remember the that one guy who wasn't tough enough? Probably don't remember his name, but the guy, um, this is who was that season? I wonder this this is the um I think this was the Cameron season, the whole the whole um um Alicia Alicia um Fox and um when she won that match, but the guy who won that tough enough, I think it was him. When he got slapped by, he got punched by Vince McMahon, and then Austin stunned him, and he no sold the stunner. Mm. <laughs> he didn't no sold it. He didn't no sell it, but he just like he didn't like stay hurt long enough as he should have, you know. Mm-hmm. He got yelled at in the back. <laughs> 
Yeah, but um, this this was funny though. Seeing Vince smacking Austin Theory, and we just were wondering like, why? I said, why? Is, and we were like, why is Vince back? All of a sudden, I said, you talking about ratings and stuff. I mean, kind of just let your let your peoples go. I mean, yeah, you go to against Monday Night Football, but kind of just let them go. Loosen the reins a bit. Stop tearing up scripts and just, you know. You know Vince can't do that. You know he got to try to win the ratings. He got to try to put a den in them ratings anyway. Another golf topic. They was just showing the um. They were showing the um, commercial for the the Lakers versus the Celtics versus Lakers, and it was advertising LeBron. And I was like, mm, LeBron will be playing in that game. <laughs> he got COVID, right? Yeah, he got ten. He got um ten days that he got um. Gone for 10 days, Mm-mm. yeah. It's starting to hit a lot of the athletes now, right? Uh, so hockey. I'm, sure, I'm sure Vince is keeping his eye very close on that, on that development. And that leads us to our main event of the evening Big E versus Kevin Owens. The pop up sit out power bomb gives Kevin Owens a two count, and both men are down. Kevin Owens goes to the apron but drops outside to run, Seth Rollins over. Back in, the stunner is broken up, so Big E hits him with the running clothesline. That's when Seth Rollins jumps in to jump Kevin Owens for the DQ. Um, you know, they were cooking, doing what they were doing what they do, and then Seth Rollins let his uh, passion get the best of him after Kevin Owens attacked. I had two things to say about that. Mm-hmm. One, what's um, Seth Rollins um, in um, Brother Love's closet. <laughs> or it could have been Jim Cornette's closet because Jim Cornette had a, um, a red, uh, um, a, a bright red um, shirt. Like, what do you say? Um, like, you um, busted a gusher on it or something like that. So he's in, the, in Brother Love's closet. He was in um, Jim Cornette's closet for that shirt. And second, so I was listening to Busted Open Radio this morning, and they was mentioning how um, they were saying like they was talking about a lot of stuff. They were saying that in the long in this Long Island building, kind of like what Becky said, nobody nobody wins the title here or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was always they was talking about how that sh- they never booked the shows for that long for that Long Island. Um, crowd, and he was saying, also saying how, um, you know, they was just saying how different they was telling me how like the Islanders does don't, um, Islanders don't have a problem selling out games, and how like other sports teams aren't, aren't selling out games, but the WWE are, are struggling right now to um, with their seats. Well, the main thing I was trying to say was. Um, Dave Lagarde was mentioning. Um, he was just saying, "What's the um, what was the like? What was it? Was it him? Or was it um, no? Um, Bully Ray said the closer thing was. Um, you felt that Big E wasn't a factor in this, even though he was always the champion and everything. But this was basically more about Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens building them up for the um, for that match for that um, day one pay per view." I was just saying, what do you think? What do you think about, um, like, Big E playing secondary to this, like this feud right here? Even though he's a champion, he's the guy on the brand, on the, on the raw, on the raw brand. Um, I, to me, I don't think it's Big E playing secondary. I think it's more like Kevin Owens. Big E is the champion. The match is going to be. Um, you know, everybody was leading up to Big E versus Seth Rollins. Now you're going to have this triple threat where, you know, uh, Kevin Owens is not adding into it. I-, I think it's Kevin Owens who's the third wheel, not Big E. I don't think he has that particularly uh, correct. Um, I think it was someone with the, the closing, the closing. Um, no, the closing segment here. Like the, clo- like the show's going off the air and we saw Seth Rollins and, um, Cause he, cause Seth had gave um, Biggie the, the the curb, the curb stomp, and basically um, Seth, cause it was basically the whole night was the whole, 
the 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 the, the main thing was Kevin Owens saying he's going to be in that make that match if he gets the um if he beats Big E, mm-hmm. and you know by him jumping in and attacking Kevin Owens, hello DQ, which he should have just if he really wanted to do something, had him attack Big E. Big E gets the win. Kevin Owens gets screwed out of being in a match. You might go another route with that. Mm. Yeah, that's that's a good way to book it. That's a very a good alternate way to to get to the same point. No, they, they didn't hold up. They just had back to back turnovers on the, in this Warriors famous game where. They threw the ball out of bounds. They thought somebody with the up. Their teammate was right there, but they ended up throwing it out of bounds. <laughs> Come on, man. That's funny. That's uh, definitely going to be on Shaq and the Pooh. Oh, it definitely is. <laughs> Especially like when yeah. it was like hard, like straight line passes where it's like the one-handed passes, like cross court. There's nobody over there. But, um, yeah, so that's what I was just thinking about. I heard when I heard him say that him and Bully was when Bully and Dave was talking about that, and I was just like, let me see if what Don think about that. Like, would you say Big E was a secondary character or secondary, you know, factor in this feud right here? Mm, I think, the, he, yeah, I think the yeah, if you just look at it for this isolated matchup and the way that things played out, the optics of how it goes off. Yeah, it, it it seems like it was more focused on Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins with, you know, Kevin Owens getting his, uh, finding his way into a, a title match that he wasn't, you know, scheduled to have. Um, but, I, you know, I think that was maybe more by design. Not, not anything that's indicative of just Big E as a whole as champion. I think that he's done very well. I think Right, I agree. I think the people have been drawn to him. They've enjoyed his matches. Um, he stepped up um, his um, in-ring and his microphone uh, ability as well since he's been champion. So, um, you know, still could, you know, maybe use that one championship reign defining feud. Um, well, you, had, you, had to, you had to build it up and you definitely have to build that up. Yeah, and maybe this one with Seth Rollins coming up. So if we had the Rumble? Um, probably, because this will be a triple threat at day one right. with somehow Kevin Owens probably taking the pin and Seth Rollins being, but I didn't get pinned, though, and I still didn't. I forgot my one-on-one match, which it was supposed to be. Okay. Yeah, Kevin. That might be Kevin Owens' last uh, appearance with the company, right there. You never know. Yeah. A lot of people thought they were going to do him like they did Jericho um, when he walked out on Survivor Series, where it wasn't going to be just not on TV anymore. They're just going to let his contract run out and don't ever put him on TV again. But what Jericho walked out Survivor Series. Well, no, in WCW, towards the end of his contract, when he went... Oh, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. They, they just... You said Survivor Series. I was like, what? <laughs> no, I mean, I was just saying, when Kevin Owens walked out at Survivor Series, oh, yeah, yeah. It, okay. people thought that they were going to treat him the way that WCW did Jericho when Jericho was at the end of his contract, and they didn't think he was going to resign, where they just stopped putting him on TV. Yeah, yeah, so. Um, yeah, so this was Monday Night Raw. Um, Draymond, Draymond got in the, in the rough face. And he oh, he got oh, Lord. This has been the thing, because Julius Randle was getting in the, on the refs in the next, um, next game. And because he, he got, I guess it was like calling foul, and he got, he got teed up. And now Draymond getting in the in the rest phase, so we got keep be careful. Yeah, man, these players better be careful. They can't be out here 
putting their yeah, hands yeah. on officials and stuff. So he put his hands on. He was just to, just saying he got fouled. He was mm-hmm. just saying call no flick call the fan. Right, right. It's like, it's, like, it's like the NFL where you can see your head coach giving the giving the um the referee a piece of his bottom on the sideline. Ex John Harbaugh. <laughs> <laughs> He was giving the ref. He was giving us the one that ref the blues on the sideline. Well, we've come to the part of the show that everybody enjoys the most. It's time for the Mo Meltzer news segment. I'm telling you, if 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 I if we did it at the beginning, they would probably just turn off the show, and you'd be like, "Dang." Yeah, our metrics would be way off. Like, well, how come they only listen to like thirty-two minutes of the shows? They said, "Oh, that was, it was that it was that one day we we just we decided to put the news at the end because there was a lot that was going on." Um. So let's talk about this real quick. Um, our girl, one of the WrestleCast favorites, one of Black Wrestling Twitter's favorites. Um, Big Swole has left AEW. Um, we all know that she has a documented. Um, hold on, she has a documented um, illness. Um, hold on, Big Swole, American professional wrestler. No, she's American professional wrestler. And she, um, her personal life, she has Crohn's disease. That's what it is, Crohn's disease. Are you sleep dog? I'm listening to you say that oh. she has Crohn's disease. I'm waiting okay, for you to. Because sure, I want you to try to edit out. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm listening to your explanation of... <laughs> Big Swole. I'm about to jump in and, and talk about her in a second. Yeah, so she left. Um, she's decided she's didn't. Um, she's actually. It's been a long, long decision for her. She decided to renew her contract, and you know it kind of sucks because you know we were promised diversity and things like that. I mean, I mean, the only one who's been diverse. I mean. She was diverse in helping Brandy um, with that promo against Jay Cargill. <laughs> I mean, she was. I mean, she was. Um, you know, she was ghostwriting the promos. And when she said Heffa, and I was like, "Ooh, that's like a big swole Heffa." And Big Swole mentioned on Twitter, I said, "Yeah, you wrote that that promo for her." Somebody was like, "Can you write this promo for her?" Was she was she yelling at Jay for um for touching Co- um for touching Cody? You know, so yeah, Big Swole's gone. Hopefully, I know she's not. She's not going to go to the E because they definitely won't treat her right there. And nah, don't want don't don't want to hate them E more than we already hate them. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a, um, a, a person that we've always been rooting for. Um, you know, definitely we saw what she could do when she did get some TV time. Um, last year on on Dynamite uh, with the um, Britt Baker uh, feud that they had, and you know a lot of people were very into that kind of help kick off the DMD era. Um, it was one of the things that people got to see, you know, Britt Baker's comedic side and saw that you know she had some, you know, outside of the ring skills, and uh, Big Swole was a big part of bringing that side out of her. Um, just uh, she had a great match with uh, Diamante, a great series yep. of matches. Um, and we were all like, we were all like, why can't we get this on dynamite? Right, that a lot of people praised, but did not get a chance to really see because it wasn't put in a in a place where it could be focused on. Um, you know, oh, we promise diversity, <laughs> promise inclusion. <laughs> Uh, her labor and more so put her on TV and get make her be a star. I'm yeah, just saying. Yeah, it's um, it's 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 been um, you know, she's definitely one of the people that we thought would be a pillar of the women's division. She had experience. Um, she did, you know, she 
the charisma is off the chain, just natural. Um, and that she would probably be one of the, you know, people in the title picture at the beginning of AEW, but it just never panned out that way. Don't know if her health, um, being what it is, um, you know, was preventing her from, you know, being able to be at the top of the card for whatever reason. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, you never really know. Um, but it looks like that everything is, you know, uh, ending on good terms and, you know, hopefully she'll find, you know, another landing spot and, uh, somebody will, you know, take advantage of her talents. Yeah. Um, so next to the docket, uh, Lena Fanini, AKA Nia Jax, um, so she's going, she referred back to her government name and she said there's very uh, unlikely chance that she'll ever return to the wrestling ring. Now, we've heard that before. I mean, somebody might offer, could offer her a big check to appear at a WrestleCon and probably do some wrestling afterwards, something like that, you know, but she says she's, she's highly likely going back to her, um, going back to wrestling. Um, yeah, she's definitely living her life, you know, making TikToks on Instagram, you know. So, you know, do, going. so do you think that wrestling was something that she was passionate about, or is it something that she figured I could get into she this? Followed, they, they were saying they were saying that she had a, 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 a successful modeling career before, you know, following the footsteps of her cousin Dwayne The Rock Johnson and coming to the WWE. So, um. Maybe it was just something she wanted to try. And, you know, she gave us some moments and everything, but, you know, she was viewed as being dangerous in the ring. Mm-hmm. You know, she she had that reputation for that. And then, you know, she wanted to take time off for her um, her mental health. And they gave her time off, and then she needed some more time, and it was just like, well, let's let you go. Yeah, yeah. But she plans on spilling the gossip, whatever that means. Well, if you don't plan on coming back, then yeah, I guess you can do that. Yeah, they can. She can do that. She yelled out my hole. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Girl, what? Yo, yo, what?" <laughs> but um, yeah. So she's. Oh, so she said I'll be chatting for the guys with Renee Paquette, so. Oh, uh, yeah, Renee know that all the scoops. Oh, yeah, Renee's definitely going to get all the tea, as they, as they say. Um, so the former Wyatt family members um, reunited at the rest, it was the WrestleCon this weekend or some kind of con this weekend, but um, Bray... Eric Rowan and Braun Strowman, they are reunited. They took a photo and reunited. Uh, now, go ahead. I was going to say, Bray Wyatt taking his time. Um, he's going to be doing a movie or something like that. So I think I don't think he's really rushing. I don't even really care. He's probably just like, you know, I'm going to take my time, get myself together, do, the, do what I want to do, you know, build the character that I want to build, and then come back to wrestling. Shoot, that acting bug might get him. He'd be like, "Screw wrestling." If he if he gets a, if he gets a good role and he does a good job at it, <laughs> he might be like, Haha, "I'm gonna do what Roddy Piper did." <laughs> yeah, do some movie, keep wrestling. Do three movies, come back, wrestle for like a year, then come back, mm-hmm. do three movies, wrestle for like another year. That's the yeah. Roddy Piper formula. So, um, remember Triple H was out for his, the cardiac event yeah. in September. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, it, I guess they were saying it was, it was real serious. And yeah. it was saying that he, the unsus- he had successful heart surgery. But it was just saying that, you know, um, they were saying it was a, a genetic heart issue. So, um, they say he has not resumed. But according to Uncle Dave Meltzer, where we get the Mo Meltzer name from, 
Um, he said that Triple H has not resumed his um, WWE duties. And it remains to be seen when he'll be back full time with the company. Um, Nick Khan and Vince McMahon tried to take Triple H out. You see, they they had to how they had to get the control of um, NXT away from him. Yeah, had, had the man go into the hospital, damn near die, and they wrestled control of the show away from him. Telling you, he might he might quietly leave or. No, this will definitely be breaking news. Oh man, Triple H decided that he was going like start his own promotion, or he was going to go work for AEW. But then you know why that would never happen though. Cody Rhodes would be a hater. Oh yeah. And we started this company from the bottom. We were here from day one. How you gonna come in and try to rearrange everything? That's why I say he would. He's or to start his own promotion. Yeah, that's going to send shockwaves all around the, um, the industry. Yeah, because all that talent that he has worked with in NXT, you know they would definitely probably like a chance to go back and work with him I'm again. Telling you, he, has, he probably has the, capital, the collateral to do it. I'm thinking he might be he might be might be planning something. He, he's sitting home and he's he's sitting home and he's quote unquote recovering. But we planning, he plotting. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, he gonna he gonna hear that he left WWE. And next thing you know that new promotion gonna pop up. And this is gonna be everybody gonna be shook. And those who bring Bucky B would keep him keep him where he at. You don't need those, those, um, we was watching NXT tonight and they said he had like, we saw like five camera cuts to one, and like for one move. And I was like, <laughs> you excited for war games this weekend? Nah, man. They, 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 they killed, they killed, they killed TakeOver 2. <sighs> yeah. They killed TakeOver 2. So I was like, I can't, I, I, they, they took they took the love that I had for for NXT and just killed it. Yeah, they tried to make it a little too much like the main roster in some aspects, and didn't keep the charm that it had about it. The intimacy, yeah, oh. yeah. And they don't have that authority figure. Like there was something to be said for Regal being the constant. Authority. Look, it is the whole. It is the thing on the war game shit. I'm like, y'all not Regal. Y'all aren't Regal. Y'all not. Y'all not. Y'all not Regal. Only he can do the war games chant. <laughs> um. Oh, so um. John Morrison apparently. Okay, John Morrison, um, he said release WWE star reacts to being referenced on Edge promo because Edge okay, that's that's what they say. You freak um I was wondering why I said why did they say about um release WWE superstars about Edge, I mean doing the Edge Miz promo and I it dawned on me that when he said you, you went away long enough to let your friends get fired. Mm-hmm. The tag team partner. Yeah, he said, and said, you use this to get notoriety for your next endeavor, for your next reality show, for your next dance competition, while you leave your partners high and dry, high and dry to get fired. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> hold up, Morrison says, hey, Edge, radar, high and dry, Johnny Drip Drip is never, is never <laughs> not wet. <laughs> uh, America's moist wanted. By the way, you jump, you jump into the Mike the Miz water. Be prepared for a slaughter. <laughs> no deal, drip drip. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think he's gonna do? Can you go back to Impact? I don't know, man. He deserves. He is definitely. He's not one that deserves a um a lot more, a lot better. He might just go back to Impact. Might show up on on um, Dynamite for a couple of weeks, then get 
delegated the dog or dog elevation. I feel that he could make a bigger impact and a longer lasting impact if he goes to impact. You know what I mean? I saw what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what you um, think about uh, Jay Lethal showing up as a in, in AEW? Oh, I guess, man. I mean, it, it it didn't really move the needle for me, but it's good to see. I mean, it's cool to see him um, get you know spotlight. The people with re- referencing him in the Me Too movement, so mm-hmm. can't be too can't be too happy for him. Right. Right. Um, let's see if there's anything else. It was 11 to 20. Um, um, oh, um, real quick. Um, Undertaker, Undertaker said his, um, his, um, Mount Rushmore to WWE, Andre the Giant. Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, and Shawn Michaels. Mm, that's pretty good. I like that. I like that list. You, you like that list? I like that list. <laughs> yeah, let's kind of... Yeah, some, 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 some legends on that. Yeah, definitely legends on that. Andre the Giant. Also, um, I think Young Rock comes back in December. All right, yeah, yeah. I've been waiting for that joint to um, pop back up. Yeah, I know you. I know you was waiting on it. Um, and New Japan says that COVID travel bans won't impact Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, that's good. Tristatus is hosting a, w- a Toronto WWE house show. They might be phased out the cruiserweight division again. WWE. Mm, mm, mm. Poor Roderick Strong. Poor Roderick Strong. Boy, it might be tough getting rid of um, two hundred five live because it hasn't been two hundred five live in a long time. Um. Yeah. So I told you earlier it was um, AEW rest of the challenge Mickey James for Impact title on NWA pay per view. So. It's with Kiara Hogan versus um, Mickey James. So the AEW versus an Impact wrestler on the NWA pay-per-view. Um, Walter is um, getting more bulky, more built. Mm-hmm. Uh, Randy Orton has now wrestled in the most matches on Monday Night Raw in, mm. in, in, in history. Yep. And um, Kane... And Kane held that. Um, and Kane, yeah, no, he wrestled the most, um, made the most appearances, but then they said that he, um, he um, had the most appearances on Monday Night Raw. And they said Italia um, was on her 68th WWE pay per view, so I busted the book of record too. That's good for them. Yeah, I mean, you can't you can't argue with records being broken, man. Can't do that. Um, you think that WWE is gonna uh, figure out a way to get their attendance back up though? Because you know a lot of people have been talking about how their attendance has been kind of weak, even at the um, TV shows, the tapings, Raws, and, and Smackdowns. I don't know. I, I said they need to let them, let them, let loose the reins a bit and let them, um, let them show out. They got to do something, man, because um, it's been a lot of negative momentum the second half of the year uh, for them. And AEW has just been, you know, gaining and gaining and gaining more positive momentum. Adam Page is champion. People are definitely behind that. So WWE's gonna have to step it up um coming in the next year, especially with New Japan and, and, and all that. Uh 
getting set up for a big start of the year next year. That's what this day one pay-per-view is supposed to do. Try to kind of program some of the New Japan uh, wrestling uh, for the beginning of the year. So we'll, we'll see. Um, My New Japan comes over like 2 something in the morning here. I know, but Vince ain't trying to let him get all that dollar. It's clearly going to be the next day. Vince ain't trying to hear that. Vince is like, let me get some of that, some more pay-per-view money. Oh, we'll sacrifice a December pay-per-view to have one on New Year's Day. Kind of like, I guess, like thinking like, you know, people are going to be at home watching football all day, so they'll just watch wrestling too. Who was over the Peacock and watch their Dinky Network? Uh, we all well, you know, so yeah, we all we are they already get our money every month, so we'll be there. But yes, it's, right. it's definitely not a uh, has not been a very pleasant experience uh, moving over to Peacock from WWE Network. Definitely a right. long way to go um, before Peacock is anywhere near up to the standard that the WWE Network was at when it. You know, when they transferred everything over. That's true. Yeah. So, at this time, I'm going to turn it over to you, man, for your shout outs and thank yous. Uh, shout out to you, Dawn, for another episode in the can. Shout out to Jade, Simi, um, Terry's boy, Aaron Walsh Darwin, um, who also shows here on the network. Uh, shout out to. Um, classic Greg, Sam, D, the lady, lady of the Macdown Madness, Mel, because Mel always gets shout outs. Um, shout out to you, the Julep, uh, Cami D, uh, Roll Up Sunny, um, Word, aka Jerome. Uh, shout out to Khaled Wren. Shout out to who else we in those bases with us? Black Howling, um, Black Marvel, Miss Kimmy yeah. D. No, I mean, I'm talking about, I was talking about those two. Oh, Black, oh, yeah, Black Marvel, Black Howling, yeah, yeah, because I, I always continue to forget those two. Um, shout out Miss V, shout out to. And Nisi, um, shout out to my girl Jay. Um, she, you know, she'll. I try to try to get her to come over with us. You know, you know, because you know some people it's kind of you know slow, steady pace. Shout out to six foot, the six foot Apple as always. Um, and shout out to that NBA Jam shit that somebody mama was winning in this in this game. Might have been Chris Chris Ball's mama, but. Um, you know, somebody's mother had, a, had the NBA Jam. You know, they, had, they remade the NBA Jam shirts mm-hmm. with the um, current players. Yeah. That would be dope if they remade NBA Jam with the current players. Or definitely got. Uh, somebody needs to be working on that ASAP. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That would be dope. Like NBA Jam with the current with the current NBA crop of players. Oh, boy. I mean, I remember that game first came out. Just, I ain't know what what life was then. That Mortal Kombat Midway Midway had us in a chokehold. <laughs> as a company, Midway had us in a chokehold. NBA Jam and Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. and, and then the people who made Blitz too, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and he had one of the, the dopest WWE games um, um, out as well too. It was um I forgot oh man hold up let me see if I can find it real quick but um because we was I remember we was, I was watching old clips of it because classic was talking about it um um WWF WrestleMania the arcade game oh yeah 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 that was good yeah, I remember ninety five yeah yeah I remember that yeah. It was an arcade, an arcade game. It was on um, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis. When I was that broke man, couldn't picture this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it for me, though. 
Thank you, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese for joining me once again here on the Rawcast. Uh, thank you to uh, the co-host, Miss Simi, Miss Jade, to Max, uh, for joining me uh, as well for um, the Dark Match NXT Cast SmackDown Matter. Shout out to Miss Didi Jonay. Shout out to Sam and Greg. Shout out to Classic. Uh, shout out to everybody you named that was in our Twitter Spaces. Uh, shout out to all the Wrestle Bays and gorgeous ladies of the Wrestle Class. We definitely appreciate y'all supporting us. Continue to support over on the Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. Uh, check out me and Miss Simi reviewing AEW over there each and every week. It's also candid conversations. Uh, that we have before and after these recordings as well. You can find that content there. Uh, shout out to the guys over at the Comic Book Chronicles for all the work that they do here on the CSPN. So check those guys out. If you're into the comic books and comic book movies, they have the latest be. news and reviews. And um, Oh, real quick before we go. Yeah. Can't forget to play everybody's favorite game. Well, we don't deliberately watch oh. our major this week. Who we got? Who we got? All right. We got, um, I think it's Reggie and R-Truth. And we got Akira Tozawa versus T-Bar. So Reggie and R-Truth are wrestling each other. And then Akira Tozawa versus T-Bar. Right. Now, for what my sources say, the letter letter of those two matches um, definitely should be one to watch. So Reggie and T Bar? No, um Akira and T Bar. Uh, uh, excuse me, Akira and T Bar? That's what my sources say. Mm-hmm. Sources. And then sources the question too. is and the question is, is that enough to get Don Delorente to say I'm gonna pull this up and watch it? Mm, it sounds tempting, but it's still a no. <laughs> it's not quite the combination I'm looking for. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, man. But yeah, I, was, I, I was just thought about that. I said, "Oh, let me see if we go and see if we get Dawn to watch Mini Rent this weekend." <laughs> Dawn's like, "It's gonna be a no, dog." <laughs> yeah, tough sell, tough sell, tough crowd over here. But uh, just thank you to everybody. I hope everybody had a, a happy Thanksgiving. I hope they enjoyed their time off, their time with their families. Um, I hope they, you know, had a chance if they haven't seen their families and like couple of years got a chance to you know meet and greet and reconnect with those people again or friends or you know whatever you usually do hope you have some type of normalcy uh, this year for your thanksgiving so thank you for your support of the wrestlecast and the rawcast myself and moto the underscore reese and all the co-hosts here on the cspn so for yes. and oh, also shop on amazon christmas time is coming up go to cspn.us you know, help take some money back so Dog can re- eventually retire from the part from the um from his job in like twenty five years, so he can do this full time. <laughs> yeah, man, I'll, I'll be I'll be that famous. I'll have that twenty years worth of grind in. Be like, you know, just got here. You'll be like, you'll be like, you'll be like, you'll be like some wrestlers been been in the Indies wrestling for twenty years and finally making the WWE. Yeah. Only to get delegated to like um dark matches and chase the twenty four seven title. You know it. You know, that's exactly my career path. You putting over you putting over the new talent. Talent. <laughs> <laughs> uh so for my co host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese, I'm your co host or excuse me, I'm your host. Sometimes I'm your co host wow. as well. Don Delorente. <laughs> and this has been the Rawcast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. <laughs> opponents that I can sink my teeth into, like AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, Finn Balor, Damian Priest, Big E. It's really exciting. 
exciting because it, it, everything's wide open. I am an era-defining superstar, and I deserve respect. You think I'm coming out here so I can place myself in the main event picture? Six months ago, I was WWE champion. When's the last time you held a major title, Edge? Oh, that's right. You were the opening match when I was main eventing against John Cena at WrestleMania. You were great, Edge. Don't get me wrong. You were great in this ring. And you have a career that most superstars only dream of. But I surpassed you long ago. And in my opinion, this time, you should have stayed home for good. So, so you come out here, you, you verbally attack me, you say I, I should hang it up, that I'm dancing with a body that can't hang anymore. And, and you know what? You're right. I, I can't do this for much longer. The window is small, but I fought with every fiber of my being to get this small window back. And everybody in that locker room, I'm the guy that they want to stand across the ring from to test themselves. Because they respect me and I respect them for that. That's mutual respect, something that you know nothing about. You have people on other shows saying your name just to get a cheap reaction. Rent free in a lot of heads. You built yourself an empire. You got a mansion in the Hollywood Hills. You got a beautiful family. You made it further. You made it higher than anyone ever thought you would or could. Except for you. You thought it. You believed it. You made it happen. big difference between you and I is that I fought with every fiber of my being to get this small window back where you, you use this to get notoriety for your next endeavor, for your next reality show, for your next dance competition while you leave your partners high and dry to get fired. difference between you and I, you come out here, you expect respect. I earn it. Yeah, you want to take those shades off? You want to stare at me? We can do this right now. You want to do this right now? I am daring you to jump. Jump! Let's do it right now. Oh, here we go. Edge of the Miz on Monday Night Raw. It's about to... Dance with me. You want to dance? You want to see us dance? Yes! Right now, it's about to pop off. No. Obviously, the Miz wants no part of that here tonight. Hate to disappoint you there, Corey. 